Hey! Let's get yelled at for that again. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Don't I be sorry. Back. I do I... the same. I know this doesn't bother me. It hey, you know what? Hey! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Pleasure Well Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just us today. It's me and Chris back to the old grassroots movement, baby. <laughs> We're excited to be here. We fucking, I don't know, how do I open this pod usually? Well, I fucking, I'm, I'm, you know what, I'm in a good mood, I'm happy, I'm excited, it's the holidays, and I've made a decision to not be sad about it. That's it? It's just like, why the fuck not? You know what, I got a lot of people in my life to be happy about. That's right. A lot of people that I'm happy to spend time with. Three of those people are here. Let's get into it. Oh my <laughs> I just God. like to say that, because once again, the, the introduction to this podcast is becoming Fuck Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason other than Chris has decided that that phrase is owned by him, He's and just, it bothers me. He has popularized it to a point that I don't think we can come back from. I, you know, I'll kill him in his sleep. <laughs> uh, ah, also, I love, love grassroots movement. We are a ocean-based podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. A ca- seaweed. A seaweed-based yeah. movement. <laughs> a seaweed, a yeah. land-based. Hey, you know, the whale's got to evolve eventually, baby. Maybe one day we're going to sprout legs There's walking, out of our little riblets. Rib, there's walking whales. Yeah, dude, come yeah. on. You heard of elephants? <laughs> we did a whole episode on those. I, think we've, I feel like we've been very giraffe-centric. Oh, we have. <laughs> we have dick giraffe. Um, Obviously. Well, let's start. Let's start here. Let's start here. Okay. So yeah. So this is gonna be a fun, silly episode. This is kind of like our New Year's episode. We're gonna do a little bit of reflecting. We're gonna. Yes. And we got. I don't know. I, I don't want to say we got some gifts because I don't know what this is. This might be we're breaking up. I once had a <laughs> girlfriend break up with me, and she goes, "I was gonna write you a note because I thought you would think it was funny, but then I didn't have enough time to buy a card." Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Because I had joked with her before about how it would be funny to get broken up with with like a love letter. Yeah. And then when she broke up with me, she was like, yeah, I was going to do the funny thing. Yeah. But you weren't even worth that. Wow. <laughs> what a terrible. I love how you and can laugh she, through Because that was menacing. She she was, you know what was interesting about that breakup? She was like one of the most normal girls I ever dated. Uh-huh. Out of like the first couple of girls I dated were like very all kind of my type. And then she was like super normal. Okay. Like the most normal person. Like if I had to describe her, it would just be like normal girl that works at Urban Outfitters. Like sure, yeah. chit, whatever. No wonder you broke up. And I know. I, I, I mean, actually <laughs> just, looking back on it now, what, yes. What do you think about her? She's normal. normal. Yeah. She was sweet. But uh, she did break up with me. And then and then plot twist, the most normal girl ever is now in a committed lesbian relationship. Very totally normal. Totally I normal. See no, I see nothing wrong with There's this. nothing wrong or abnormal with being yeah. gay. Yes. Quink. Uh, <laughs> however, <laughs> it was unexpected. It was unexpected. I will yeah. say that. It is. It, it, it always, uh, that kind of stuff always catches me off guard. I have. When your exes become gay? Yes. I. There were a <laughs> lot of, there were two girls that I can remember distinctly that I really fancied in elementary and middle school. And they're, they're both now gay. Yeah, you didn't date him for a couple months though. No, elementary I, and middle school. What I my first girlfriend ever? Yeah, is gay. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. My first girlfriend ever when we were dating couldn't decide if she was gay or straight, and that led to a lot of issues. Oh, just well, in my life. That's that was my foundation for relationships. Girl that doesn't know if she likes guys. <laughs> <laughs> Great place to start. I know, dude. You're a really good place to start. Though. Uh, I know. Right, I know. Also, hello, I'm really. Hello, you know Portricia. what? I'm, I am. I am kind of flamboyant. Some people think I'm gay. Yeah. I'm definitely not one of those dudes that is like, seems really gay. No. But I would, I, I think, no, I think that, I think that that is 
confirmed. Okay. I don't seem super gay. No. I could be I no, could be perceived as gay. I don't think that I'm like uh I am kind of manly though in my physicality. I like, was gonna say I, I would not if you're if you're into chicks, yeah. You, you do those probably things. are not into me. Oh yes, that's yeah, that's a hundred percent. Because there are some dudes where you're like, that dude yeah. is if you like chicks with beards, yeah. Harrison's <laughs> you, Harrison's your they. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to be all of your thems. Uh, Which <laughs> should we open? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, a little backstory. We, I mean, we not a lot of backstory. We just got received gifts from the, the booth, studio. From yes, the studio indie and Tori, who are always on the ones and twos. Love you guys. Thank you. Should we? Okay. Wait. One at a time or same time? Same time. Okay. Same, same time. Time. Ready? Right. And we're opening the boxes. Oh, I have nothing jumped out at me. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was gonna be like a snake. <laughs> I have an individualized card. Yes, I also have an individualized card. Okay, you have a card. All right. Let's Aww. open this up. I'm gonna. Oh, oh, what's this? Oh God! I knocked over the dick giraffe. Oh no, Richard. Oh we my got socks. God. I can always use socks. These are cool. Oh, okay. I, you know, I'm a sucker for customized like socks and shit. I think I <laughs> my girlfriend's mom got her pajamas with our dog on it and so you got so socks damn cute i got socks yeah okay my thing i is not even for me okay it's all it's, oh, it's, it's for the it's, baby it's a onesie for my daughter oh i love it that's so cute dude i really really love it i cannot believe that what is this zero to three months do you guys know i think it's might be three to six okay three to six Possibly. so i can wait three months before i start yeah. actively advertising on her <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got a chobo shirt hell yeah dude oh and it's black i love that i got some hershey's kisses oh yeah i also got Lots the kisses. Of hershey's kisses and i also got a chobo shirt black and i got a candy cane oh this is great so my socks are your baby onesie Correct. This yes. is what you get when you don't have a child Correct. on the way. Right. <laughs> I'm going to actually put some children into these socks, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's actually, that was, hey, Harrison. Hey, you know, occasionally. That, not even occasionally. And this is, what, uh, this is where we should start. Okay. We, do a little bit of a referendum on how things have been going. We recorded 10 episodes. Yes, this is our 10th recording. 10th recording. We have, this is our eighth episode to release we've released the pilot and then we did one episode a couple weeks ago that we both decided this fucking sucks and we got rid of it <laughs> so we we scrapped it oh i didn't open my card yes i'm the fucking shitty kid at christmas that looked at the gifts and not the card that's okay there's no money in it that's right that's yeah. right we pay that <laughs> fucking should, god give me some kickback <laughs> dear harrison happy holidays from chobo studios here's to 2024 and more pleasure whale podcasts also Fuck you. <laughs> and we're a little bit racist. Best wishes, Victoria and Indy. Thank you guys There's so much no for admitting to your racism that. in the card. That's so cute, dude. That's so progressive of you guys. That's wild. That's not what mine says at all. Yeah, mine actually mine actually on the left side just has every racial slur in alphabetical order. That's so funny. But they, they didn't miss any, so I don't I think it's here's pretty what's, equal. Here's what's different about your card and my card. Yours has all of that racial all those racial epithets. And yeah. mine literally and, and says happy holidays, and mine literally says Merry Christmas. You didn't get a Merry Christmas. My, I got a Merry Christmas. We have talked about this. It's a Jewish Christmas thing. is better, dude. Yeah, Don't dude. withhold the merriness from me. Yeah. Hanukkah's already over. Also, yeah, we talked about this like That's two episodes so, ago. That is so funny that you noticed that. Yeah, because, <laughs> well, it's a big deal. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. We talked about it. 
and your take was, no, don't give me this happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, give Make me it, merry fucking Christmas. Give me merry. He's like, I don't care that hey, I'm doing you know what? You know what? Thank you, guys. My heart is actually warm. I really appreciate it. I, I want to make like jokes, you. but like I really appreciate it. It's yeah, very sweet, you guys. Thank definitely you. Definitely take a photo of the uh, racial epithets. I do. Oh, I will. No, I will. I'll do it at home. You know, it's yeah, crazy sure. that they wrote it in red ink. It seems a little bit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Seems kind of like a hit list, but anyway. Okay. All right. So now, oh, a hit list. <laughs> All right. Referendum on the pod. We are. What does referendum mean? Uh. Uh. Taking stock of uh, a review. Okay, okay, okay. Um, does anybody want... Yeah, please look up referendum. Referendum, a general vote by the electorate on a single political question. <laughs> There's got to be like an alternate. It's kind of like a recall, right? Or you're like, you want to get somebody out of office, I think. Okay. So maybe referendum In wasn't way, the right word? It, well, it, A reflection. It, yeah, a reflection is definitely more apt for what we're doing, and I apologize, blowholes. But when I so maybe the next time if we ever do a referendum, we're uh -huh. considering we, whether we or not we should figure quit the out pod. which one of us we're gonna vote on. <laughs> yes, who gets to carry it on? Who's gonna yeah. be replaced? I think I think we already know who that would be, but that's fine. Who is it? Is it me? No. Okay, it's you. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. If, if anyone, <laughs> it's not. It's not always confrontational. I will leave. You can, you, you can push me out. I don't want you to go anywhere. I, I want to stay, but if you guys say, hey, look, it would be better for the pod if you had nothing to do with I it. I would definitely, I would only do that on pod. Yeah, I, I There's no way I'd do it off pod. Why I, I make gotta it get, hurt less? Yeah, I got to get an app out of it. Uh, I'm going to have to bank him while I find a new host. Who are we getting? We know it's Nate. Uh, and he... So I was talking to my brother, and he was so he obviously earlier I was I was telling Harrison before we got on pod, um, on pod, on pod, um, friend of the pod, on pod, friend of the pod, on pod. Uh, I was talking. <laughs> I was talking to uh, my brother, and he was referencing the Bitch, podcast. You better not have no brother. Sorry. Yeah, I have two brothers. <laughs> Throwback to uh, YouTube videos. He said. Oh yeah, unforgivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those, dude. Yeah, bridge over the river, quiet. That's good. Unforgivable is great. Go check that out if you haven't seen it. It's a good YouTube video. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, it doesn't matter. He he mentioned Richard Giraffe, and then he also he said he said have a good time. Don't snot rocket. And then you literally almost made me do it just now, dude. The fact that it I gotta say. It warms my heart more than like almost anything when people reference this podcast to me. Oh, yeah. That I like, especially when I oh, don't yeah. know they're listening mm -hmm. because we got some listeners. Oh, yeah, a couple. Crazily enough, yeah. some people do tune into this every month. Guys, thank you so much. On the note, reflecting on 10 episodes, you've possibly listened to them. If not, thanks for being here anyway. Yeah. Thank you for listening for the first time. Yeah. And um, check out the other eight apps. Yeah. You, you decided to start watching. Uh, <laughs> You know, you know when you watch The Simpsons and it was like the clips episode, and you're like, God, I fucking yes. hate this episode. <laughs> you're in it, baby. <laughs> you're in it. Um, my so my other homie, um, dude that I went to high school with mm -hmm. er, and middle school actually, this guy Mike Montoya, super super cool friend we, of the pod, friend of the pod, Mike Montoya. I okay, friend in real life. I haven't I haven't talked to Mike in like God, it has to be 15 years. All right, so right. not really a friend. He's a friend, but we just lost estranged. contact. Estranged. Yeah, She's listening. Estr estranged. I, I wouldn't even say estranged. It's tell just... me how you really feel about him when the mics are off. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll tell you. It's <laughs> going to be very similar to what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I left. He stayed in Vegas. I left. And uh, um, 
Loser. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just alienated. Hey, thanks for listening, Mike. Mike's a listener. <laughs> I know. So I'm texting him, <coughs> and we're in the middle. We're talking about uh, impending children or whatever, some shit. And you know what I mean? Children, and doom, both impending. Children, doom, yes. They're both impending. The same adjectives are yeah. used to describe. And uh, he... I say something ridiculous, I forget what it was, and he hits me with a how dare you. Uh, and I was like, wait, what? And then he was like, I'm a listener. And I was like, what? He said, I'm a blowhole. I was, I couldn't believe it. I'm a, bl- dude, I'm a blowhole. We're reconnecting uh, over the, what? What's wrong with No, I, it makes me, it just makes me so happy. Oh, yeah. Whenever anybody, anytime anybody in my life has said, I'm a blowhole, Cheers, it's like, Mike. holy shit. It's just, that's so crazy. It's just great news. And we're reconnecting over that. And if we weren't doing the pod, we probably still wouldn't be, we wouldn't have been chatting. So it would have been better if we weren't doing the pod. <laughs> what do you have against my boy? Mike? Nothing. I just think I want to interact with him, and the only way I know how to do that is being me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll appreciate this. Uh, that's so cool. It's good news. That, yeah, that's great news. Also, I love that one more shout out to Mike, real quick. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons I was glad that we got to reconnect is, do you know who you know who Little Wayne is? You've heard of him. I've I'm a familiar of. He showed me, I was at his house the first time I heard the song Cannon. No, see, now you're losing me. Howdy do, motherfuckers. It's Wheezy Baby. It's bitching, and I got to talk to Cannon. You don't. I, you know, it's funny. Have you ever like had a friend sing a song, and then you hear the song, and it's like the song is a cover? Yeah. You are my Lil Wayne. Oh, re- oh so I, that's I, my I'm first giving expo- you more lyrics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my first exposure. So now when I hear the real thing, it's going to be like, you know, I think Chris did it better. <laughs> better. Yeah, this is the first time you've even remotely thought that my rap could be good. I'm coming around. Yeah, <laughs> it's taking a while. Slowly, dude. Coming around. If I just gave it up easy, it wouldn't be fun. It's, it's, yeah. You're right. It's not. Anyway, he introduced me to that, and then, you know, as you know, and I'm hesitant to even say this, but my child was conceived. Yes, 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 yes. After yes. a Little Wayne concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all coming full circle. Wow. You know. Yeah, that's good. It's good stuff, and I'm glad. And we have the pod to thank for that. For that. Rem- for, for the that conception rememory. of your child. Okay, got it. Got it. Got no, it. No, for that rememory. Yes. No. Anything? Oh, well, we have. You other have st- some other listeners. I do. I mean, I'm not trying to list the listeners. Don't if you're list listening, the listener. if you're listening, I love you. Um, yeah. We've done ten episodes. Mm-hmm. We've released. This will be our ninth release. We've had a couple of. We've, we've had, had one? a couple of. We had one stinker. We, you know. Stinker. Well, also our standards have increased. Yep. Right. Our stinker, I think, would have been released if we had recorded it like first or second. But now we've we've had so many good episodes where we're so excited to see each other and we're having so much fun. Yep. And we're also we've been so excited to have guests on. We're also really excited to have more guests. So thank you guys for all the feedback on our first episode, on our Nate episode. The Max episode will be out before this, of course. Yep. And people have been <clears throat> really loving the guests. What do you think stunk about the stinker, though? Dude, what stunk about the stinker is something I don't want to bring up. Let's because not then bring we're, it up. Well, I mean, it's I had an injury. Yeah. And I was just in my head. You had a ball injury? And if there's anything that I've learned, it's that self-awareness, self-consciousness, yep. or self-awareness is like the antithesis to creative expression. Wow, look at you. I, I, and I really believe that because I think that, or to just being yourself, the, start, the second you start thinking about yourself, yeah. you are like Not screwing yourself. yourself. Yes. And I, I was day. just so worried about my ball sack shaving injury mm-hmm. that I was just like in my head. It's obviously a different thing. Sometimes I do think being self-conscious or conscious of what you're saying or what you're doing yes. 
is a way to ruin what you're doing. And this was different. Obviously, I was not self-conscious about my performance. I was just, like, worried about myself, and it ruined my vibe. I think yeah. it, like, killed the vibe. It didn't I get it. Yeah. So that was our <clears throat> that was our lost episode. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll release it. Yeah. Well, it's not. But here's the thing, was, and I'm sure some of you will be like, oh, we got We want to hear it no matter yeah. what. You don't want to hear it. And we it. care so much about putting out stuff that is not you know chris and i do not do this to have like a weekly release i love the clips i love that we have stuck to a weekly release release. guys yeah i get (laughs) it hey you know i just want to say thanks for the daily release chris it's been (laughs) wait a second don't imply that i'm coming over and releasing i don't have to imply it i'm just uh, expressing the truth there's i don't know maybe you're watching my clips or thanks for whacking me (laughs) off chris (laughs) Don't want to beat around the bush here. I want you to beat around my dick. All right. Around it. Around it, yes. I just want you to edge me. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so we... Uh, you know what's tough about that? I cool. thought that was a funny interaction. Booth gave us nothing. Yeah, you know what? The booth is two people. I know. I know. It's just I know it's their, just two people. It's their a small sense sample. of humor will not always align yep. not with always. what someone finds hilarious. Yes. Uh, but <clears throat> we don't really care about... It's just, it's not about, we're not, it's not about having this to have it or to what, it's about really putting out something that we like and we're proud of. And we are super happy to at this point be able to say everything we put out, we're really proud of and we're excited for everything coming up. And yeah, we, we we just, we just were like, you know, yeah, that that one wasn't it. And we've learned so much about ourselves along the way. Oh yeah. And how to do this. Okay. Here's a point that I wanted to make. Hit me. And this is something that we've talked about. I had no idea going into this how much of a skill mm. doing this is. Yes. This is its own thing. I think everybody out there, if you're listening and you're a comic, I think we all think I would be a great podcast guest. I would have a great podcast, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And that is probably true about a lot of people thinking that, but it is also a skill that has to be developed. Yeah. You, you have to like learn how to be funny in this setting. Or also go off the feedback of the energy and not a crowd, because of course we're used to having a crowd, mm-hmm. and we learn our roles within the pod, which you think mm-hmm. you're the straight man in this pod, which oh, I I'm... think is, I don't think, I, listeners, <laughs> listeners, I would love to hear what you guys think. Chris was telling me he thinks he's the straight man. Yeah. When he's so clearly gay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, but he, Chris was saying that, and I... I don't know. I feel like we I do I feel like we bounce straight man. I feel like yeah. one of us is telling a story and then the other one is goofy. Okay. That's how I feel about it. Like that's if you're telling me a story that's something that happened in your life, yep. I feel like you are being the straight man. And then it's the other person's job to like toss out yeah. you know, some entertainment, some silliness, yes. derail them and allow them to get back to it, right? And I feel like we trade off on that. We do trade off on that. Because the idea of me being the not straight man to me is crazy because I'm like I feel like I am I feel like I'm the straight man. Yeah. Do you feel like the straight man right now? Right now, I mean I'm definitely like sh- like questioning. You know. Yeah. You're questioning. <laughs> I'm questioning you're- our straightness. Yeah. I my, my thing as we're doing the pod, I'm like, oh, we're, we're either both the straight man or both the comic relief. <laughs> we <laughs> I mean- literally can't get through anything. <laughs> we're either both being really serious yes. or we're laughing about giraffe pussy yes. for f- 40 minutes. Yes. I mean. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry, I don't watch all, you know, all my own episodes. Yes, you do. 
I am a no. I'm a listener. I'm I listen to the pod. Yeah, yeah. So I you watch. so anyway. I don't know. I don't know how much reflecting we want to do, but that I I'm excited that well, we. Uh, I'm excited going into the new year. Oh yeah, continuing to do this, continuing to have guests on. If you're listening, guys, it means the world to us. Please message us. Tell us anything that you have. Any constructive criticism? Because you have people you want us to put on. I mean, just anything. You want constructive criticism from the audience? Not con- well. I mean, I want to know what they. You know, I want more of this. I want. I would. I'm willing to accept constructive criticism from just about anybody. Really, I just want to get an email, please. <laughs> Pleasurewellpod at gmail.com. There are way more of you listening than are sending an email. Flood that. Flood box. that. If I get the first person to email me, I'll Venmo you five bucks. Interesting. I don't give a fuck what's even in the email. You email pleasurewellpod at gmail.com. I'll give you a five dollar Venmo Christmas Venmo. And honestly, do it. You know, it'd be really funny. What? BCC us. So we don't know who sent it. <laughs> that would be funny. That's and that's you want to talk about where comedy comes from. This is this misdirection. <laughs> yes. Confusion and yeah. misdirection. Confusion and misdirection. Uh, so we both have some things that we want to talk about. Would you like to do uh, your oh, babies? Sure. Baby, we talk about baby. We we're talking babies. We're talking babies. Yeah, we talking we babies? Some baby stuff. Guys, we got a baby on the way. Let's bring up the fucking. Oh, you already brought it. I, we got the onesie, dude. We got a. We, we have got the official onesie. Chobo Studios onesie. Chobo ones. Uh, which I, honestly, and I guys, I do appreciate the gift. I'm gonna have to get clearance from my wife. To see if the baby can wear that or not, it might not go with the feng shui. Choking hazard. Uh, choking hazard. I don't know. No, is my my wife has my daughter has. We get it. You don't like it. No, I love it. I'm just kidding. my daughter has no practical clothes right now. She's got. What does she have? High heels. <laughs> <laughs> she's got. She's got a fur coat. We live in California. <laughs> she's. <laughs> That's basically all I can think of. She's a little Inuit baby. Yeah, she's got a bunch of stuff. She's got overalls. I guess overalls are cute, but she's not gonna work. It's not like she's gonna go work a field or anything. So that's you know that's what overalls are for. Yeah, yeah, working. Right, right. She doesn't have a job. No. The only you know who there's only two people in my house with jobs. <laughs> my dog my dog doesn't have a job. My dog actually does have a job, but we pay her in kisses. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that was very cute. <laughs> it's true. My dog is a service dog and she yeah, she Your gets, dog is not a service dog. Service dogs is, are well trained. She is uh registered with the the whatever agency. Yep, and the bar for that registration is non existent. Yep. Well, why don't you talk to the federal government about that? <laughs> Uh, they, they, they disagree. Also, we've been putting her through quite the training. Um, so she's good. Anyway, I got a baby on the way due in two months or less. Uh, crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm excited about it. I, it's not me doing it. Sarah will be performing the, uh, the birth and, uh, we had to watch six hours worth of videos oh. and stuff and then, and yeah. then attend a birthing class and learn how to sit in the right positions and yeah, how to yeah, breathe. Yeah. Actually, she thought this might be fun. Um, do you want to try a breathing exercise with me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. So, give is me it a- good, but my question to you is: It going to be interesting to someone listening? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we sometimes forget. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yes, I am interested. All right. Well, we can try it in a minute. But the big takeaway was that I watched a lot of births. Yeah. And I had emotional reactions. 
to sure. these births. Yeah. I literally cried at the birth of seven different women's babies. Really? I have no relationship to these children. Is that emotion being brought up because your wife is pregnant? Because I've definitely seen a lot of births. And what and do you I think about I mean, it? I'm only crying out my penis. You're coming? No. Or you're peeing? Well, I mean, the joke was coming. Okay. Okay. And that's how, that's how you got into this mess. It's nasty, but, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling very emotional when I'm watching a, a birth. I'm just feeling more like. Geez. How often are you watching? It's a birth? more I, once a week. I mean, <laughs> whatever. No, the normal every time is. I've ever watched a birth, it's always just my reaction is always just Jesus. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of it. Yeah, Jesus is um, not with you in that room, dude. Let me tell you. It's no. I'm just kidding. It, it's a. Uh, it's a magical. Jesus experience. is never with me. I'm Jewish. Oh, that's right. I'm to half you, not. Jesus is just a guy. He just is a, just a guy. But he's so much more than that. And yeah, I don't want to get into why, because there's already a religious podcast that records here, so we don't need to- Yeah, so we need to get some of that fucking juju out of here. <laughs> but like, I, 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 you got a, hey, respectfully, you got a big old booger, dude. Really? You got a monster, dude. Why don't you, you got tell a, me I just saw it. Okay, I just good. saw it. I, I, you Have might, the other listeners been- Let me see. Is it on me? Dude, go to the bathroom. Quick run. I can talk about how much I'm welcoming the devil into this room while you're going. Ladies and gentlemen, collectively, we welcome into this room the devil. Uh, I'm just I'm cursing. Well, then you got it on the way out. There was something. I'm cursing the pod. Don't be upset. Be happy that now you get to look pretty. You know, I got to say, being on mic alone? Kind of nice, huh? Maybe we will get rid of Chris. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, you just got a taste of what it's like to run the pod on your own. How do you feel like it went? Uh, I feel like there's going to be a big spike in listenership for those 15 seconds that you were. Okay. So anyway. Uh, so I'm, we're watching all the births. Oh, right. And the and devil was there. We're watching the birth. The devil was in a new dress. Uh, it's good. West <laughs> song. Uh well, some of the most interesting things were the the positions. What position do you think people give birth in? Okay, well, there the classic is in like the stirrups, right? I mean, not really, classic but like, that's, stirrups. that's but I think a, a lot of people are doing it like you're kind of squatting in a tub, the water birth type thing. Yeah, a lot of people do. Okay, because so natural, dude. You ever seen the video of the lady that has the baby while like walking into the? She catches it, dude. And then what? Because there's obviously a bunch of videos of people having birth, uh, giving birth in a car, but there's this one video yeah. of this woman that's like running into the clinic and she like gives birth in the parking lot, like on the way in, like running in. Wow. So there's an unusual birthing position. Yeah, that's uh, upright, standing. Yeah, standing. Crazy, yeah, standing dude. Because I feel like, what, okay, you're in a lot of pain giving birth. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't <laughs> speak kidding. on it, but allegedly it's pretty painful. I still think maybe they just want attention. But yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> we're kidding. Okay. No, I'm serious. Okay. You guys need to man up. Uh, it's the literally. If the I if I were in the amount of pain that giving birth supposedly causes, I feel like I'd just be fetal position. Mm -hmm. So that I has to be. There's yeah. got to be a lot of babies that have been born by somebody just being like Jesus. Yeah. Well, not if they're Jewish. But yes. Fucking lachaim. <laughs> yeah. Yahweh. That's breathing. I hope this fucking labor doesn't last eight days. Yeah. Oh, that's that's hey, good. All right. All right. You no, know, like the candles, baby. That's right. Whoa. That you did very white. Very Whiteberg. I'm trying to tickle your <laughs> pussy through the mic, everybody. If you're, if you're listening and you have a pussy, consider it tickled. 
Uh, five different birthing positions. Reclining, reclining. is the most yeah, common so, position. So a lot, of, yeah, okay. And reclining probably is the most common, but we got pitched a lot of different options. My favorite options are like in the hospital. They're gonna give you options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got options to use in the hospital because they they're like it's whatever's comfortable comfortable for her. Right. And yeah. So this is my and I I know we're doing visual gags on a podcast. It's stupid, but this is my. Oh, he's personal. reverse mounting the chair. This is it. This is position. Really, me, this is my favorite. If I was doing it, if I was doing it, I would be that. I would be face up, and then the doctor up. is catching from mine. Yep. That's hilarious. Yep, it's it's crazy. And then and that the is hilarious part. to love doggy style so much. So okay, <laughs> that that is how you want to give birth. If okay. you're giving birth like that, you like getting it from behind. So check this out. So we're watching the video, and it it baffles my mind. That, For the listeners, I just want to know that Chris is standing up. Yeah. Well, because I want to just give you, I want to show you an example. So imagine the pillow, like this is the woman's head, this is the woman's butt. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so the man uh, is here comforting. Right. And then the, doc- the doctor asks him a question, uh-huh. and he goes like this. And like grabs her ass and moves the cheek, checks it out. And he's like, you're doing it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe it's not as funny as What are you saying? Uh, it's pretty invasive. Of oh, the guy you, well, to get in there. It's just like you're gonna spread a cheek. Yeah, I mean, d- once you're She's a doctor, like, dude. Once you're like a fucking, ah, dude. I, I can think of nothing not... I would want to be less than a gynecologist. Oh, that's interesting. I I don't want to like I don't want pussy to become my job. Yeah, it does sound. It's it, weird. I mean, yeah. this is not a, this is not a unique take. This is everyone's take on gynecology, but. I will say I hands and knees. See, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like I know, like take pressure hands off on your knees. spine. Hands on your knees. You gotta have a good arch game to give birth these days. You gotta have a great arch game to give birth. But so, so uh, I saw that position and I was like, wow, um, that's wild. Uh, um, There's a decision th- that I didn't even think you would have to make. This is like wedding planning, but just gross. Yes, <laughs> except it's life planning. But the thing that really like blew my mind. Was and I saw like seven different births. I couldn't believe that these people were willing to be filmed in I this actually, way. You know what? I actually don't find that so insane. Why? I well, I, talk to me. I'm not very modest. <laughs> you don't say. If I like. Can we just clip? I'm not very modest. You don't say, and then thirty seconds. Thirty seconds of in the booth laughing, but they're not even able to hear. It. I mean, I'm not modest in the sense of like, if the world has something to gain from this me experience? in a compromising experience position, whatever, mm-hmm. doesn't really bother me. Like, if if tr- like, would if, you donate you know, your body to science? No, because that does bother me. I actually am not an organ donor because I think that it, they had, they're less likely to do everything to save you in the hospital. Really? Yeah. Huh. This is an interesting theory. And I'm every sure everybody in the medical whatever is going to be like, no, that would never happen. Nobody but in the one in out the of a million. Yeah, no fucking doctors to, are listening listens to this. To this yeah. Podcast. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm not an organ donor. Interesting. I'm really afraid of dying, and I really don't want somebody to be like, my kid needs a heart, and this guy just got in a car accident. Hot takes, scared of dying. Yeah. I like that. It's my biggest fear. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a phobia of, of like death, eternal nothingness. This be, is very depressing. No, it's, I don't think so. I, I think it's totally normal. Also, you have no religion. 
So this is true. It makes it a lot harder. <laughs> it makes a lot. Yeah, I, I find no comfort in anything. I find the most comfort in Satan. Satan. Uh, <laughs> I just sorry, Dad. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I wish your father was a, a bigger listener. I also wish. I'm that, so glad that he's not. Well, well. I, so we had a show last Wednesday. Uh, Harrison put Harrison runs the show and uh, with Nate and I was on it. And after the show. I went up and said hello to an elderly gentleman oh, yes. that I thought was Harrison's father, and it wasn't. No. Um, and he gave me some advice on my comedy about how it yeah. could be better, and uh, I didn't appreciate that. And I really didn't appreciate it after I found out he wasn't your dad. So, <laughs> like, I'll take it from your father, but... Well, my dad would never... Well, my dad... Some people just aren't going to love you, you know? It is what it yeah. is. My dad thinks you're really good, so he, he would have gotten nothing but... Yeah. Criticism from my father is, is always very constructive because he's always been... He's been, he's been an actor his whole life. He's, mm. he's the reason that I do what I do partially. Like, the he reason. knows the way to handle the delicacy of someone's art. Yes. Yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. is... Fragile, he, he's a fragile. He's a, he's a sensitive actor, boy. Uh, so he knows the fragility of it all. Yeah, uh, that's good. The uh, the gentleman that confronted you after our show confront confront. That's a strong. I mean, he's a very close family friend. That's good. Not um, of the cut from the same cloth as my dad. Yeah, Definitely yeah. not in tune with the arts as much. Yeah, which is fine. And I'm not. I, I don't. I actually appreciated his words. Um, but I got out of that show what I needed to get, which was. I tried three jokes. Yeah. One of them he literally said was so bad, and then the other two, uh, he had no comment. So I was like, "Those are good. I'm keeping them." Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought the one that he had a. We've talked about this on the pod before, you know how, and this is something that Jazzelnick brought up on a podcast that has been something getting people away are, with to, getting away with it, yeah. right? And so when you said that to me, I just said, "Oh, so last night you didn't get away with it?" Yes. Which means, yes, you know, the feedback might hurt in the moment, but it just means. Well, I just got to smooth the edges a little bit. Yeah. And, and then I went and I watched the bit and I, I gave you my thoughts. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, hey, you know, I think this, you know, whatever. I have to incorporate those notes. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but it's just, I, but I was, I was, you know, the whole, the whole thing, somebody saying, hey, I didn't like your bit. And then you being like, ah, oh, fuck. And yeah. then of course I have the tape. I was like, well, I got to see what went wrong. I got, I got to try to, I got to yeah. try to put something to it. And then, you know, so I may, uh, yeah. and. Doesn't matter. I may fix the bit up. I may drop it. Doesn't matter. I appreciated all the notes. Uh, just to get back to the baby stuff. Yes. For two seconds. No, I didn't try. Uh, I, you, I forget you're how the we, one that got off of it. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. Um, the baby stuff is um, all going to happen, and uh, there's a lot of stuff to learn. And there, there. I, I guess I get what you're saying about seven uh the seven women agreeing to have their shit filmed for medical purposes yeah brings me to um sex ed and just oh my goodness learning about stuff in general was there more unanimously a worse experience what grade yep fourth grade fourth grade sex ed was the first year that we had sex ed but we had sex ed fourth fifth and sixth and it got the it got it got raunchier as they went along. <laughs> I feel like I had it in like eighth grade. Yeah, we did fourth, fifth, and sixth. I remember distinctly in my elementary school classroom 
Dude, You're we right. had we had the first one we watched, and I know this is gonna this is gonna unlock a memory in at least one listener. Yeah, it was called Just Around the Corner. And it had a song, and it was like, just around the corner. And we walked around singing that at school for years. Just around the it corner. It made such an impact on everybody. And yeah. it was so, like, it was, you know what? It was too cartoony. Yeah. Because eventually they got a little more photographic or, like, realistic. Yeah. But this thing was so cartoony that it was like, you know, your penis is going to grow. And then it was just, like, such, like, a, ooh, yes, dude! Can we listen Please to play it. I thought it would be funny. What if... She- dude. This is it. Whoa, dude. I'm... I'm <laughs> I feel like I'm about to wake up in my fucking elementary school classroom. Okay, why are the... the Okay, the far right is fucking Doug. And then <laughs> that's his homie Skeeter in the middle. Yeah. And then the third guy... That's that's just Chris Wakis. It kind of looks. I was gonna say it looks like my brother. <laughs> it could be me. It's the yeah. For me, it's the long um, uh, collar. Anyway. Dude, sex ed was weird. Sex ed, and as you say that, I also just around the corner. It would be really funny if you know how chefs when they're coming around the corner they say corner. <laughs> what if they were like just around the corner and then came around with your souffle? Uh, anyway, I. <laughs> My souffle. I eat at French places. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, See, you are the funny one. Sometimes uh, I have to. I have to fucking do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it to myself. Um, so we also had it in fourth grade or, or third grade or something like that. I remember yeah. watching it in PE, uh, and we watched the video, and it's like really um, eye-opening and enlightening and kind of traumatizing and then they're yeah. like all right now it's 30 minutes of recess yeah i'm like what you want us to get out there and talk what about yeah you just imparted all this wisdom like, i need to get a, a job dude i can't go to <laughs> recess i'm gonna have a crisis i, got, I can't yeah. hit the tetherball court dude, pubes 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 yeah i don't even i pubes pubes i can't because and you think your brain puts a lot of weird things together when you're a kid to try to make sense of it because Yes, I, I, remember- I was gonna. I want to talk about that. Okay, let's well, talk just about it. I just I had like, I had a very uh, cut and dry understanding of like what sex was from a young age. Like my parents didn't hide from me like the reality of like you know a man and a woman, a penis goes into vagina, and then eventually have a baby. Like how babies are made, right? Really, but uh, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like super. I didn't have like a detailed understanding, but I knew kind of a little bit more than most kids, and yeah. I and I was very like whatever about it. Uh-huh. But I think knowing some things and not knowing other things, it's like the blanks. My yes. brain would fill in blanks. To here's one specific thing that I remember. Uh, I remember, I remember. This is so. This is like very convoluted little kid brain. So bear with me. I remember reading something about body temperature changing when you have an orgasm mm-hmm. which i don't even know if that's true i just remember i remember reading something that that's what i interpreted it as right i remember also around midday when i was a kid i would like in the middle of the day they'd be like really hot which is just when it when the sun is at noon and so i thought in my head oh i'm just having like an orgasm every day <laughs> when i'm feeling a little every bit hotter day, and rea- in reality it was just every day at nine thirty when you okay, take lunch. Okay, yeah. So your body temperature and metabolism rise slightly when you have when you climax. Okay, so it wasn't wrong information. 
But then my brain yeah. just didn't know what an orgasm was, so I just thought, oh, when you get kind of hot, you're having an orgasm. Right. And uh, but I which kn- to a lot of women is what's happening. <laughs> but I <laughs> but I will never... say, okay, I know. <laughs> I, I I will and say that's our fault, ladies. I knew that I knew what I I knew I was wrong. Yeah. But I also knew it's just what I believed at that time. You know what I mean? It's like I knew I was wrong, but I didn't know better. Yes. I was very self-aware as a kid. It was very yeah. and I was also very another thing, very very nervous about like hitting puberty. Really? I was like some kids are like, "Hell yeah, I want to get older." Yeah. I was like, "I don't want to." I was very freaked out with the idea of like I'm a kid and I could have a kid. I was afraid of being able to come. Oh, interesting. Is because that, isn't you that like, bizarre? Cuz you didn't want to get people pregnant. I didn't think I was going to get somebody pregnant because, like, obviously I wasn't laying fucking pipe, but yeah. I was yeah. I was just afraid of, like, the reality of, like, I'm a man, but I'm not a man yet. Mm-hmm. Because totally. I think as a kid, maybe think you just think your parents time. are going to treat you different and you're going to, like, become a man. But in reality, yes. you're still a kid. And, like, now it's like if I saw a kid that was, like, 13, I wouldn't think this kid's a man because he can maybe bust a nut and have a kid right. in some horrible situation. Right? right. But as a kid, you don't understand. Yeah. And I remember just being so afraid so of much, like getting you, older and like, I just really, I was an only child and I, you know, yeah. I just, I don't know. Put so much pressure on yourself. I always have. Yeah. Yeah. I was so worried about it. And then I, and then, and, and you want to know something else too. So the first time I ever jerked off, I felt so guilty about it that even though it was fucking sick, I didn't <laughs> jerk off again for like a year. Really? I beat my meat. And then I was like, Oh my God, what have I done? Yes. And then a whole year I avoided it. And I was anxious about it every day. Because you thought you were going to get found out? No, because I just didn't want to grow up. Oh, Weird, dude. Wow, yeah. Weird, dude. It's fucking well, Judaism. You're very, <laughs> <laughs> you're very childlike. So, in a lot of ways, I think it's good. Am I? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, other than your facial features, <laughs> you know? And crippling. I, I like to. I I have a childlike wonder about crippling what? <laughs> I was gonna say injuries. Injuries. Yeah, I don't know. What? I don't even know why that was so funny. Do you know why that was so funny to the? I people? don't, but I'm sure they'll explain it to us. Um, <laughs> side eye to the booth. <laughs> I uh, I do hold on to childlike wonder about things that yeah. I like get really excited. Like I still get that little like when I see a Ferrari drive by, I still feel like I did yeah. when I was a kid. Like I Ugh. there's certain things that I hold on to. I'm so upset because when I was a kid, Ferraris were like eighty to a hundred thousand dollars. Not anymore. Right. And I was like, I've always said like I could get a Ferrari. And sure. I looked it up today and I was like the cheapest new Ferrari, Ferrari like eight hundred thousand dollars. No, the cheapest new Ferrari is uh, the Roma and it starts at like two forty. Roma's not my speed. I actually really like the Roma. It's I don't. A beautiful I have no car. idea. I'm okay. not a Ferrari. I don't know. The 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 mid engine kind of whatever starts like three fifty. Well, I mean, yeah, it's super expensive. It's fucking way more money than a comic is going to be able to afford until hopefully one day. But yeah, or ever. You're also uh, a rocket scientist, so I don't know. Don't count yourself out. Yeah, we'll see. It's they're going to have to put people on Mars, dude. You know how they're going to do that? They're going to give you a Ferrari. Oh, I won't. I'm not willing to work that hard. It's <laughs> yeah. no, dude. Uh. Can I just tell you real quick one thing yes. that I, my brain, when you'd have to fill in the blanks. Oh, sure. Of course. So, yeah. I don't want to stray too far from the topic here. This, Things we've learned. We've learned how to stay on topic better. Yeah. We have. We're doing a good job of that. I'm, and this is really dumb. And it kind of crushed. Dude, my, I thought I was having an orgasm every day at noon. Yeah. <laughs> mine is much less influential and all the more stupid. I, trust me. Um, You know the song, Drop It Like It's Hot? Yeah. Okay. So... When that first came out, 
Okay, so when the pimp's in the crib, Mom. You got it. Like you got it. Dude, you didn't expect that from me. Come on. That was. No, it was good. Okay. It was good. Yeah, there's a point in the song. It goes, when up, get attitude. Pop it like it's hot. Yeah, yeah, Pop yeah. It like it's okay, so I didn't know. I thought, though, I, was, I had only ever heard that version, so I replaced it with bitch. So I said, when a bitch get attitude, pop it like it's hot. <laughs> and then it must have been it must have been a year later when I heard which what it actually was, which was the N-word. It was also Oh, see, first, I didn't even know. Okay. So it was the first time I heard it, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. no! Because I, I was like, I can't sing it anymore. It just, it fucked me up. That's all. Interesting. I thought I definitely thought this was gonna. I was like, I was like, when does this circle back to sex ed? <laughs> I thought this was oh, gonna it be never a sex ed. Back to sex ed. It's, um, uh, yeah, but being a kid, talk- it's so it's so funny. I find something so hilarious about. I tried to be. Oh, you tried to be a kid for as long as possible. I tried yeah. to be adult as quick as possible. That's uh, funny. I don't know if it's funny. I uh, so I started making rap songs when I was really young. Yeah. Like, Thirteen or whatever. Yeah. Um. I did <laughs> after sex ed and realize I don't. I shouldn't even bring this up. Damn it. Damn it. Are we getting the molesting? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We've learned. We've learned that we want to talk less about molestation on I this know, podcast. I know, but it, yeah, it ends up coming up anyway. I made a song called Raindrops. Okay. That, uh, which was about my being molested. How old were you when you made a song about your molestation? 13. That's kind of funny. Yeah. That is pretty funny. Yeah, right around the time I did the mitosis rap. It was mitosis rap and then the raindrop song. All the important things you were dealing with. (laughs) (laughs) Cell division. Uh, Anyway. um, Yeah. So I did try to be an adult as quick as possible. I was like, uh, I tried to shave before I was, I got the littlest bit of peach fuzz. And I was like, because my dad always had a mustache. And I was like, I want to be more like my dad. I avoided shaving until I had until my mom was like, "Come on, dude, really?" Like, I, I so not, you were patching. <clears throat> no, because it, it wasn't like beard. It just started like mustache. Where are we at on time? Yeah, man? I was I was checking that too. Okay, oh, yeah, because okay. I want to get to uh, yesterday. Yeah, let's, but uh, let's but yeah, I um, I remember my mom being like, "You got to shave," and I remember being. And I, here's another like. I remember not wanting to ask my dad to teach me how to shave because I didn't want him to know I was shaving. Even though, of course, if your little fucking stupid son had a stupid mustache and all of a sudden it's gone. Yep. You know, but as a kid, I was like, I, if I don't ask him, then he won't know. And so I, I taught myself how to shave. Yes. I, ta- I also taught myself how to shave. But I put it off. You did it early. You were like. I did it early. And my dad talks about how to, when he was a kid, he had a fake electric razor. And he it it, it would like had batteries and then he would plug it in, but plugging it in was just like putting a suction cup on on the wall. And he would put shaving cream on his face just to wipe it off. Why even would he do that? We, he just wanted to shave. Oh, he when he was a kid. When he was a kid, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just so interesting. Some people, some kids want to grow. I so did not want to grow up. I was so afraid of it. I just wanted to like, I I used to pride myself on. It's like, oh, okay, I look older so i'm gonna try to get into r-rated movies sure try to get into pg-13 when i'm 12 yeah my parents just took me yeah (laughs) my parents my parents weren't taking me to stuff and it's not that they they would have right uh, they're just busy they got shit to do my mom was the mom that took everybody to see jackass every time oh dude my dad took us to see uh the first jackass movie yeah and i had never seen my dad like laugh Oh, he dude. How I stand by, I think Jackass is some of the funniest content ever made. It's so funny. It's so funny. And it's so funny watching your dad like identify with something juvenile. 
Yeah. You like understand. Dude, I cannot stress this to you enough. I'm about to be a father. I'm a dumbass. Oh, I you know, know that. Yeah, but it's it, that, that's the, the sh- fact that you're going to be a father scares me. You know, I it say that as a joke, but I, I say that as a joke because actually, of all my friends, I think you are m- m- far and ahead more ready to be a dad. I, yeah. you may not feel that way, but I think that you, I think you are. It's true. I'm not saying you're. Re- I'm not saying it's like God. Chris had to have a kid. He's ready to have a kid. Such a yeah, such yeah, a yeah. fatherly guy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just feel like faced with. The reality, I think that you are like an adult that can handle something like that in yeah. a way that a lot of people in my life are not. I'm, I'm, I have, my dad told me this is the best advice I ever got from my father. He said, get comfortable being uncomfortable and you'll mm. be able to do anything. That makes sense. Yeah. It's yeah. actually very true. It's also instinctively kind of why I move every couple of years. That makes sense. Getting out of your comfort zone. I had a friend yeah. that one, he's a friend that passed away that I think of a lot of the time when I'm out of my comfort zone that was like, he told me like, when have you like you're never out of your comfort zone. Yes. And he had this conversation with me kind of, it's, you know, something that, you know, of course at first doing stand up, you're out of your comfort zone, but then that is my comfort zone entertainment. Yes. So it's not really out of my, like I do something that is outside of most people's comfort zones. That's professionally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's weird. It's a weird thing being like out of everyone else's comfort zones, but it is my comfort zone. Yes. It but is- anyway, getting out of your comfort zone. Is very good. Very good. Let's talk about a moment you uh, were in one of your newer comfort zones. Oh, God. I don't know uh, how to call it that. Inside of the store. Okay, so I want to preface this story by being like, I don't want to be a guy that, like, starts doing cooler things in comedy and starts just telling everyone everything that happens in, like, the green rooms of, like, you know, whatever. I I don't want to be, like, a celeb gossip guy because I consider these people, like, my peers, but... (laughs) <laughs> not, not my peers. When That's not what hear, I mean. I don't mean that like that. No, 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 no. I don't mean it like that. Okay. Well, I, here's what I will say. Growing and, up, no, no, no. <laughs> I have a point here. I have a point to make. Okay. Growing up, listening to like comedy podcasts, being involved in comedy, I always have had a different attitude towards like comedian celebrities. Where I was like, one day I'm gonna meet all these people. Yeah. I sure. Th- I think of them not as peers. I don't think that I am as good as them yeah but they do the same thing i do and one day i'm gonna meet them and it's just it's a different thing than yeah. meeting like someone like a fucking it's a different thing like i met paul mccartney and like that was like mm. so incredible and the coolest thing that i've ever done but mm-hmm. it was not like related it wasn't like a i don't relate to his you haven't had the same experience yeah <clears throat> but you've had you are you're going through you know that these people have gone through, gone through what, what i'm going, going through. through yes yeah. exactly and so yesterday i got to meet my biggest fucking hero mm-hmm. in stand-up, mm-hmm. I got to meet Bill Burr. Your peer. Not a peer. Yeah. Not in any way a peer, okay. but someone that has gone through it's a similar experience. Okay. And How incredible. It was so cool. Yeah. And He's a nice guy. He was nice, and he was everything you would expect, and I don't want to go into details because I feel like it's like a... I don't want to tell details of stuff that happens in a green room because I feel like that's like a boundary. Like okay. if I, you know what I mean? Like I don't sure. want to say I, I'm, I'm so excited that I met him, but I wouldn't be like he said this thing back there that was so funny. I feel like it's almost like it's like separate. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like more appropriate to not. Okay, but that's fine. Oh my god, I was so excited. It's so exciting to meet someone that is, How is you, your hero. I yeah. mean, he's were you he's cool my hero. about it? Or were I you tried not cool so about it? hard to be cool about it, and I think I was like ninety five percent cool about it. 
That's... Like we were, everybody was hanging out in the green room. We were all talking. It was just like a big group of people goofing the same way you do ever. Yeah, I saw everywhere. The, I saw the bill. It was a good. Um, it there was, was a, some really yeah big it was a people. Cool on there. lineup. Yeah. I wasn't even on the show. I it was like a Christmas hangout for the show that I've done before. Mm-hmm. And I and yesterday I just got the invite to hang, and so I went to hang. Yeah. And um, oh man, it was so cool. It was it was. You get to meet your heroes. You get to meet your heroes. Yeah, doing this is so crazy. And okay, so here's something that was really cool about this. He is so respected. Yeah. I mean, this Very was a lineup so. of like a bunch of really talented and famous comics. Yeah. And when he showed up, he was the king. Uh-huh. But it wasn't like, he's not weird. He's just chilling. He's being like a normal person, keeping yep. to himself. And then when he, this is something that I have always loved to see. I've seen it happen with like Sandler. I've seen it happen with a couple other comics when it's like, when the guy that is like the guy goes up and then all the comics go to watch. Uh-huh. It's like n- n- usually the comics are not watching everybody else's set. Correct. But everybody left the green room and we all went and we sat in the audience. Wow. We sat off to the side of and course. it was like, of course you're going to watch. This is the guy. This is a guy doing this at the absolute highest level. And yeah. he did 25 minutes and he fucking destroyed. Yeah. And he touched on like Israel Hamas. Really? And like killed. Of course. Like he was so good at it. Just it. I have so much respect for him. He's my favorite comic ever. I mean, I have, I, Robin Williams was like my biggest like comedic inspiration as a kid, but mm-hmm. you see, he, he was a stand up, but as a kid, of course, it was more of a movie thing. Yeah. Bill Burr has always been my biggest inspiration in stand up. Really? And it's not that I, my comedy's not really like his. It's I was just, say. It's, but it's just that like I just recognize that I think he's just the fucking best to ever do it. And he, he's very good, destroyed. And it was just so cool ever, being a part of like, I just spit on Patricia, being a par- She's part of that. <laughs> She's into that. That's her thing. It was so cool just being a part of this kind of magical moment of like, this is the guy. He's the fucking man. We all went and watched him. I don't know. I know that I don't really have a lot of. It was a cool experience. There wasn't like something, you know, I talked to him a little bit. I brought a couple of things up. I asked him one question about something he said on his podcast like a long time ago. Did he remember? He remembered. He did it at first, but then he remembered and he was like, oh, yeah, it was this because it was it was like a place to eat that he didn't want to like put on blast on the pod. But he was like, if you ever run into me, ask me about it. And of course, this has been so long that I was like, God, should I even still ask? It's been like five years. Yeah. But I did. And he was at first didn't remember, but then he did. Um, wow. Okay. And so he so told you, had me, a, you had like a chat. Yeah, we talked a little bit. Yeah. Proper and, fucking chat. And I and I, this is okay. So this is part of before where or after he went up because I would before know. really before it was all before yeah and and I told him break a leg like right before he went up and and he was like thanks buddy like it was like he was just like very nice about it like said it in the same way he says that like on his pile of time it was just like man it was so cool I've never I mean I've it's so it's uh, so interesting because I like I personally don't love being talked to before I go up but he's probably like he's the king yeah probably doesn't bother him at well, all. well he was back there like hanging if he had been like on his own i would not there's like i, I wasn't gonna approach him like ask for a picture or anything like that i just yeah. wanted to like be a part of the hang and this is actually part of why i brought up like the self-conscious thing earlier uh-huh. because as i was talking to him i was so thinking of like how am I coming off? Yes. That of course it made, I'm sure. It made you feel weird. It didn't make me, I wasn't weird. acting weird, but it definitely didn't, like, I definitely wasn't my normal self. I'm mm-hmm. pretty easygoing and like generally, I don't want to identify or label myself as cool, but I am definitely not like yeah, having weird that. interactions with people normally. Usually I'm having like a normal, cool conversation where I'm like getting to know them and it's, I'm not, I don't have social anxiety. 
Yeah. But of course you meet your hero. <laughs> and you're like, God damn, dude, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, Harrison, welcome. You doing that is how everyone else feels around you. Every <laughs> all the time. How so? They're just like, God, I hope I'm coming off cool. I want to, I I want to make sure Harrison likes me. I don't think that's true at that's all. That's totally true. I don't think that's true in the least bit. But I was very right, self-conscious. Just me then? Okay. Well, I, I, well, hey, you don't have to worry about that because I do like you. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I love you, Chris. Thank Not you for cool, being here. Not cool, though. Uh, you are cool. I liked. Fucking I look up to you. Fuck you. Um, wow. But, uh... I don't know if and I have any. Am, am I just am I rambling and saying nothing? I because it was just no, so you're not cool. Saying, you're not saying nothing. You're not saying much. <clears throat> I'm not saying much, but, but it was just so cool. <laughs> no, it was, it was so cool. It is cool. It was, I got to you meet your fucking hero. I mean, shit, dude. Got to meet him. Got you to know, meet I just hero. don't want to be too fucking stupid about it. But sometimes you got to be stupid. And it's like you know what? This is the only comic that could make me kick me on my heels like that. Yeah. Everybody else, I've met. I'm a bunch rattle of famous off some people. Comics, see if you care, Jerry Seinfeld. I would not feel that way. <laughs> No, if I if I met Jerry Seinfeld, I'd be like, I, there's no other comic that I could meet that would make me feel. Dave Chappelle. That way. Nope. That would bother you. Okay. If I met him, I wouldn't be. The Sandman. Sandman would be the only other one that is about is about equal. That'd yeah. Be, I mean, be dude, I'm a, I'm a Jewish comedian. Sandler is like my Jesus, which is ironic. That's it a, is. <laughs> that's it a is. bit. But, is that a bit? A little bit. Yeah. Is that someone else's bit? It's it's something that I wrote. Oh. If Sorry. I ever happened to be on a show with him, that would be my Sandler riff. That could be a joke. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's got legs. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like Sandler, this, I would like feel that giraffe. way. But I think with Sandler, he's so famous. Yep. And Bill Burr is incredibly famous. But I think Sandler, there would be a different air of like, Yeah. I feel like there would be more of a force field. I've heard he's very nice. You know, it's funny. It, uh, speaking on fame, fame versus comedy, they're, they're different things, obviously. Yeah, totally. Sandler's famous. He's also actually pretty funny. In doing solo shows on stage, sure. uh, Burr is a comic. He's a famous comic, but he's a yeah, comic yeah, yeah. nonetheless. I, when I started um, in New York, they would bark, or you bark at Broadway mm, yeah, Comedy yeah, yeah. Club, and uh, the guy I I didn't personally bark, but there was guys in Times Square like trying to sell tickets, mm-hmm. and it always made me laugh when they'd be like, "Oh, we got Tina Fey." And I'm like, Tina Fey's not a stand-up comedian. Oh, like, right, 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 right. I was like, you're pitching the wrong... I, I mean, if you are... Well, but they're pitching the right thing for not you. They're pitching the right thing for... For someone who isn't a comic. Exactly, but you're setting yourself up for disappointment because, A, Tina Fey's not there. But but B, right, right, right. even if she was there, she's not a stand-up. And right, you're right, selling right. them on a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A stand-up comedy show. So I'm like, I, well, I never but, got that. But there's so many people that are famous that do stand up that are like, okay at stand up, but they sell tickets because they're famous. Yeah, and, I guess that's true. And that is like a pull for average person buying tickets. Of course, we're comics, so a bigger pull for us is famous comedians or yeah. comedians that we or, respect, whether they're famous or, or not. Just or up and coming really comedians good. that nobody's heard of. Exactly, that, that we just think are so good, and we yeah. know they're good because we yeah. know them. I know. So it's a different, it's a different kind of way of advertising. Of advertising things, I suppose. Yeah, I mean they're playing to the masses, and we're we play for a very yeah uh, a local crowd. Yeah, if you will. You have anything else? No, I just uh, you know met my hero. It was cool. We've been doing this podcast for ten episodes. We're excited to keep it up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I don't think I have anything to promote. Do you have anything to promote? No, but I can give you. Uh, you want to talk two minutes about gift buying around the holidays? We already no? did that. Okay. I, I do if you want if you want to, but no. remember when we talked about we had the big list and we talked about 
all the we did, we did like an hour on gift buying. We did an hour on gift buying. Did yeah, we, dude, we, we pulled up the list of like the ten. Yeah. Oh, the ten best things the to 10 buy. The ten best things to buy. The ten oh, worst things to I buy. Had, and then you were talking about buying. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. down to talk gift buying. I was just gonna say it's not even gift buying. I was just gonna say that every Christmas I I'm supposed to buy everyone that I love gifts. Yeah, I don't. I used to be good at it, and I just stopped. Well, I've never been good at it. Yeah. And this is this is what happens. What I end up with is no gifts, mm-hmm. but extensive lists of everyone's hobbies and interests. That I can refer to, mm. and, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What does my dad like? You're blah, selling blah, blah, the blah, blah, data. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're like so the I, Facebook of your family. I have, I have all this data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't know what to do with. Totally. I should sell it. That's good. I can be the what's the company? Uh, Cambridge Analytica. I will be the Cambridge Analytica of the Wakus family. We're selling information. <laughs> uh, this is our first ad. That's actually that is funny. I like that. I it, like I something. like you being like, how do I? That could be a bit. I feel like like how do I? Yeah, trying to figure out what to buy for people. Yeah, and I just wound up making bullet points on the most significant things in all their lives. Yeah. Well, not buying any gifts, but God, do you want to know what our uncle is into? He really likes Aerosmith and <laughs> instead, instead <laughs> fishing. Of, instead of getting gifts for them, I'm getting the NSA a gift. Uh, <laughs> you're invading your yeah. notes yeah yeah exactly. I, I, dude you know what that's not nothing i don't think the nsa is that interested in your family that's true but cambridge analytica might be so guys if you're listening sorry, uh sorry sorry everyone thank you so much for listening to the pleasure world podcast we're excited to bring this into the new year we are excited to keep doing this uh, and we're going to keep doing it. And we're going to keep doing it. Pleasurewellpod at gmail.com if you want to email us literally anything. Literally anything. Literally anything. First email gets $5. Uh, I also want to give a special shout out Second to Chobo Studios. $8. Chobo Studios is where we record our podcast. Uh, it's a wonderful place. If you are interested in recording a podcast, if you like how professional our podcasts always somehow manage to be, despite the fact that it's us, well, you can give credit for that to Indian Tori in the booth. Turn the camera on yourselves, you fuckers. This place is awesome. You fuckers. And uh, every time I'm here, I do feel like uh, a real professional boy. So if you're interested in doing a podcast or anything, hit them up. Hit me up and I can connect you to them. It's a great fucking place. You know? Or if you just want to record something, if you want to have a really intense conversation with your dad and you want to film it, I'm sure they'd be down. You know what I mean? Whatever. Family thank, memories. Thank Chobo, appreciate Chobo, you guys. Thank you. Chobo uh, Studios. Yeah, when dude. You're thanks here, for thank family. Chobo Studios. When you're here, you're probably talking about getting molested. Guys, thank you so much. Do, do the whale as Snoop Dogg. As Snoop Dogg? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's get canceled. Um, How do you say the N-word in whale? <laughs> I, I'm so tempted let's to say try. It. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, we'll be back next. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. We've already done no, it. No, 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 no. One more thing is uh, I think that we're taking a week off after this episode. This coming week. But oh, release week, right? So there might be a, I don't know. Fucking look at whatever. We'll cut it. Bye. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay.